0: Tune into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. What up, y'all? It's Golden Spaces, an Odyssey original podcast with Justin and Nat. We are here. It is after the Warriors blowout over the Pelicans, 130 to 102, behind Wardell Stephen Curry's 42 points. Or is it Stephen Wardell Curry? I be forgetting the order sometimes. It don't matter. Um they won, 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 they
1: Hey. Three in a row.
0: Like the MVP. He's looking like the MVP, Justin!
1: Unprecedented waters right here. MVP number three at age. Don't matter what the age is, actually. You're going to
0: turn 36 in March? Yeah. He getting the MVP at 36, baby. (sighs) All right, confession time, y'all, before we get into it. Confession time. (laughs) Justin, tell them what I called CP3 (laughs) while we were off the recording waves.
1: Was it baby? Was it a term of endearment?
0: (laughs) Oh, now, let's man. be clear y'all I wasn't saying like baby you know okay like whatever not like that but I'm just you know I was saying that sometimes I feel like Christopher Paul um sometimes he passes up shops too much you know and I and I appreciate that because he's trying to get everyone involved but like his mid-range is money and sometimes he has it in, I don't want him passing the pods or anyone for no three. Take it, you know. So I was like, you gotta take that, baby. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Ooh. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> I mean, hey. what am I gonna do? He's on our squad. I gotta embrace him. You know? <sighs> Derm of endearment, though. It's just ugh, you know. Everything
1: feels great when you win in. Dominating. I mean, he's excelled in his role. He's he's overqualified for his role, which is part of the reason why I'm so high on the Warriors this season. Mm -hmm. They have a bunch of players who are overqualified for their role. So,
0: yeah,
1: he's been killing it.
0: Don't. um... I lost my thought, but it doesn't matter. You're right. He's overqualified. He's bought in. He's coming off the bench the bench, the second unit, they are just looking lovely, Justin, lovely. I mean, I almost enjoy watching them as much as I enjoy watching Stefan, you know? Oh, I know what I was gonna say. And it's a blowout tonight. Don't get it twisted. This is a very good Pelicans team, despite them missing um, Brandon Ingram, cause we were missing Clay Thompson, you know what I'm saying? So, Mm -hmm. listen. Yeah,
1: I said and Draymond is so
0: rusty. He's still rusty. Yeah. So the neither team was at full strength. Right. Very yeah. good Pelicans team. This is a solid win on the road. Second night of a back to back. A blowout.
1: Right. A blowout. That's that's what makes it so impressive. Um, like I said before, it's not that...
0: just a blowout because of Steph, even though Steph went off, and we'll get to him. But right. the second unit, the second unit it's incredible and we have so many of them to touch on tonight
1: Mm -hmm. yeah I mean if you go by plus minus the plus minus kings again Chris Paul set plus 17 Gary Payton is second plus 17 Moses Moody plus 18
0: he started tonight though
1: he did start Looney also started plus 19 Brandon Pajemski plus 15.
0: I think Corey Joseph has lost his role In this rotation to the extent that
1: oh, of course, yeah. I mean, we already knew that was gonna happen. Once he (laughs) once he did what he did against the Suns, we already knew that whenever the opportunity came for that third guard to play, it was gonna be pods. And pods got 23 minutes tonight. Corjosa played five. (laughs) And pods he played garbage time minutes, pods. Exactly. And he played garbage. Pods actually played in the real game. And I mean, he did what he does, he somehow grabbed eight rebounds. Um, not really sure how he did that, but that he did it in college. He it translates oh, to the NBA. Girl, I'm so happy. His first bucket was nasty too. He dropped Jordan Hawkins for the lay. He's a good player. He's a good player. And it's the fact that he can't even really crack the rotation because they have so many other good players just proves how deep this team is. Cause he can go to a bunch of other teams and be playing like 20 minutes a game and be decent. Like he's better than Kyra Lewis, who's pretty much the, the backup guard for um for the pelicans
0: uh, okay so. let's start with the role guys tonight because i yeah. see that's what we're talking about so pause did his thing he did his thing did his thing trace my <laughs> son trace hooper our son we said we would share him our son because moody is yours and Kaminga's is mine and comming is in play tonight um, Kaminga didn't play, and I wasn't worried about it coming into the game. Right. Clay Thompson was going to be out, and I was not stressed about that coming into the game. I felt that the Warriors still had a very good chance of winning.
1: Yep. And I mean, their floor, we already knew their floor is going to be extremely high just because they have 48 minutes of the best point guard play in the league, in the league, right? Like whether Chris Paul is starting or coming off the bench or he's on another team or something, he's still one of the better point guards in the league. Like whether you consider him a top 15 point guard or whatever the case may be, I think he's on the top end of that 15. So if you have the very best player in the league who happens to be a point guard, and then you have one of the other better point guards in the league on your team, you're going to get good shots the entire game. You're going to get great offense the entire game. Like, and then on the other end, Draymond is playing, Gary's playing, Looney's playing, Wiggins playing. That's four elite defenders right there. Moody's turning into an elite defender. You're going to have elite defense for the entire game. <laughs> like, I just tweeted the Warriors have only given up 30 points in a quarter three times out of the 16 quarters they've played in the regular season so far. They played the Kings, who have one of the best offenses, the Suns, one of the best offenses. You know what I'm saying? Pelicans got Zion, who's unstoppable like they are playing great defense against some good offenses and i think it's going to sustain them throughout the entire season
0: hmm. where do i begin i'm just so happy um we
1: was talking about trace let's look at trace stat line real quick
0: <laughs> <laughs> why don't 13, you tell me what it is read it to me please justin
1: 20 minutes
0: mm-hmm.
1: 13 points in 20 minutes Nine rebounds, seven of those rebounds. <laughs> seven of those rebounds are offensive rebounds. Ooh, 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 ooh. Four blocks in twenty minutes, plus eleven. Hooper, Hooper, little subtle things he does—you can just see he knows how to play basketball. You know what I mean?
0: Got to get him to stop jumping, and he's good money.
1: I mean, when you get four blocks, but yeah. That's just little things that he got to learn. He hit 3 out of his 4 free throws, so he has enough touch to hit his free throws. Great player. You know, like he's he's chasing after Dario for some of those minutes. They played nearly equal minutes today. Um both of them play well, but it's hard to keep trace off the court because he just knows how to do certain yeah. things and he brings a different dynamic to the team. CP already was trying to throw him some lobs that he wasn't ready ready for. Yeah. They, they build that chemistry. He can be a legit Roll big for them. Yeah, So
0: Good things. Good things. Woo! Ah, It was a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful thing to watch. Um, And you're right. I'm not even thinking about Dario because I'm so excited about our rookies and our other guys. Um, We already talked about pods. Um, Gary Payton, the second. We have to give him some props because (laughs) Shot is back now the deflections, the energy, the blocks, the, I mean, this, this Gary Payton, the second, what else can you say? The mm. man is healthy and he is wreaking havoc.
1: The absolute best player in the league at what he does. And it's just, I don't even know how to describe what he does. Like you just did a great job of describing it wreaking havoc. He's just <laughs> involved in every play somehow mm. doing something that just creates an advantage for the Warriors. I mean, I don't know what else you can say about the dude. Like, guards well, finishes around the rim. You know, he's hitting three. He's hitting one out of every three threes. Like, we pretty much – best case scenario for him is to shoot about 33% on threes, make teams pay. They're never going to guard him out there, but at least you can hit one out of three. Then we can live with that because that's a point per possession. But, um, yeah, it's, okay. it's crazy how we – I mean, we're we're kind of like being reminded about how good he was because we didn't have him last season, obviously. Right. So in a way, we kind of like just forgot. Well, at least I speak for myself, and I mean, we just kind of like forgot how to how he looks healthy on a game to game basis. Game changer. Game changer. He's just uh, unreal.
0: Now, of the starters, and that included Moses Moody tonight. I was very happy to see Steve Kerr go with Moody at the start and let Chris Paul continue to come off the bench. Mm-hmm. See, let it be known for the record that I gave Steve Kerr some props.
1: A Chris Paul baby and, a, and Steve Kerr props in the same. <laughs> the Warriors must be good again. <laughs> the Warriors must be good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I was so happy to see it. And we were just talking about this the other night. And Moody might get some starts when Clay is out. Mm-hmm. And I feel comfortable now. I feel comfortable with them resting Clay on the second night of a back-to-back. And I think that they should. Like everything, and I, I get it that he did more this offseason to get in shape. But at the end of the day, I think. I think the numbers are going to still bear out that, like, when he has more time in between to recover, he's going to be better. So, uh, like, it's not ideal, I get it, in terms of maybe he wants to play and blah, blah, blah. But I sort of like them resting him on the second night of a back-to-back.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think Unless it's,
0: like, a big – And I don't even think they're doing, like, big TV games on the second night of a back-to-back, and they're trying to, like, avoid that. So, unless it's, like, you know, you got Denver – the next day or like just the bucks like one of those teams
1: yeah i mean i think they should just listen to his body really if he has knee soreness because he i mean obviously towards acl then you just need to sit him there's no pressure for him to play yeah against uh teams like this like like you said the pelicans are a good team but they were missing a few players and the warriors have enough depth that they can fill in the gap for him you know so this is and this was a part of the vision right like don't you don't have to push these guys so hard in the regular season so by the time the playoffs come around when it is time for them to play all the minutes that they need to play they're going to have the legs to do it they're going to have the rhythm to do it so saying I think it's a good plan for clay because we saw him flame out last year in the playoffs so
0: yeah bro we go how deep okay we know who the first, the starting five is, and Chris Paul six. Okay, so we have Gary Payton the second, we have Moses Moody, um, so seven, eight, we have JK nine, we have Dario 10, we have Trace 11, and we have Pods 12. Is <laughs> that right?
1: Yeah, I mean, Trace and Pods are when everybody's healthy, obviously.
0: Yeah, playing I can't mean, get
1: those minutes but yeah you have we literally have 12
0: guys we can go
1: for sure i would even i would throw Corey in there i think cory can right. play he so just he, he can't play. play next to right other, you know yeah i think everybody on their roster can play and give positive minutes and even lester depending on who you playing, mm-hmm. can come in and actually make a decent impact you know as a scorer if you need it so they really like thirteen-ish deep regular season-wise. Who are there
0: two, two ways. It's Lester and who?
1: Lester, Jerome Robinson, and Usman Garuba.
0: They allowed to have three now.
1: Yeah, that's like a new thing. They got three.
0: The other two Which are is in another.
1: The huh.
0: The other two are in the G
1: League. Nah, they just there. They just there in street clothes. <laughs> I don't know the G League. <laughs> I don't think the G League has started yet. G League season has started yet.
0: Hmm. Okay. So, so, um, 12 deep.
1: Legit 12
0: too. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. But Moses Moody, back to your boy, back to Moses. Go ahead. Go ahead. Talk him up. <laughs> Talk him up.
1: <laughs> I mean, he a good player. Like he hit shots. He was worrying me a little bit. Cause he was one for something like one for six last game. Then he started out, I think he missed his first three threes this game, but he ended up two for five, which is 40%. Um, just knows where to be, screening, cutting, finishing around the rim, defensively making plays. So um, just good player, like super solid. I think he was, what, yeah, second in the starters in scoring, 13 points. Did what he was supposed to do.
0: Yeah. I'd be forgetting Chris Paul is not a starter. Like, I just kind of overlook him, but he did his thing tonight, too.
1: He did. He beat, I mean, he somehow got six rebounds himself. 13, 6, 2 steals. Control the game. Doesn't take bad shots ever. You know, always gets a good shot. Like, the smartest guy on the court whenever he's out there, especially against bench units, like, he's going to absolutely destroy benches like all year. Yeah. You know, I mean, somebody asked today, like, is he the best, essentially, is he the best backup point guard of all time? He probably is. Like, I can't think of one that's better. You know, that's like a legit point guard. Now you can say there's some bench players, you know, Manu in his prime is probably better than current Chris Paul. But current Chris Paul, as far as like playing the point guard position, I don't think there's a a backup point guard that's better than he is right now.
0: I love it when a plan comes together. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, okay. So Draymond is still looking a little rusty. That's fine. We give him some time to to not be rusty. Yeah. But my my guy, my baby, Andrew Wiggins, the the real person who's my baby on the team. Um and I don't know. For some reason, like, yes, last game was the game people decided they want to come for Andrew Wiggins. I don't know why. Three games in, or three games into the four games now, but still, it's like, mm. you know, so like Andrew Wiggins and not being like a big time rebounder isn't a new thing. Like, I'm not saying it's okay, but it's not a new thing. Clay's the same way. <laughs> so to me, the whole like, especially in a game that they won. I just didn't get like all the uproar. Um, At least in my opinion, in the last two games, I have seen Andrew being aggressive and attacking and, and trying to like, you know, assert himself. The shots are not falling, but I've seen him do it. But in this game, his mid range, not the three, but his mid range started to fall. Um, in the second half and that's good i think that gives him something to build on going into the next game
1: yeah he's trending he's trending up um the thing about andrew is like when he has a ball on the perimeter and like the play is kind of dissolved into nothing he can kind of get into some problems because he doesn't have the best handle so he got stripped a few times but when the game is simple for him like he can make a two dribble move and just shoot from wherever he is um then that's where you see like the best version of him. And he's starting to actually hit those shots, like a one dribble pull up MIDI. Um, He had a one post up, you know, drop step layup over CJ. Uh Yeah. I thought on ball, his activity was there. You know, he got lost off ball a few times, but he's, he's getting back into it. He's getting back into it. Like I think he's earned the grace of the fan base. I mean, at least he should have. No, like they won have. a championship. And they're not yeah. giving
0: it to him, but he, yes.
1: Right. I mean, it's, it's all fair game to, you know, assess a player's game and say they need to play better. But all this, like, he's not going to be on the team past the trade deadline and all of this crazy stuff. Like, let my man play at least 10 games of regular season basketball. I mean, even if he – more than 10 games, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, he's shown he's a championship-level player. Showed. He's shown that he's done it in the playoffs
0: shown and not just shown it and done it and been vital but was like our second most important player in a final series like I need people
1: showed up big yeah I mean he went up against all the top players that they saw and did his job there and he was good last playoffs I mean like he wasn't
0: until he broke his rib until he
1: broke his rib he was good last playoffs i mean like if you're looking for andrew to go out there and score you 20 a game efficiently and stuff like that like that's just not what his role on his team is his role is to defend the other team's best wing or perimeter player and he's been doing that at a decent level so far um is he peaking right now no and i don't really want him to be peaking right now like (laughs) i want him to be playing his best basketball you know for a stretch of the season but really he needs to be ready for the playoffs that's all we worry about right now, and like we said, we have the depth on this team to where these guys don't have to be playing their absolute best for them to win games over the course of the regular season. Now we do want him to play better, but
0: yeah, of course,
1: yeah, that's just of course we want that. But you know, if he's if he's struggling a little bit, he gonna work through it. He gonna get there. We know he's gonna get there because we've seen it before. So
0: wigs, my darling. I will always support you beloved. Okay. You just keep going, keep going. I know you're going to get there.
1: And and I really believe, you know, he's, you know, he's a good player, but he's a little bit reliant on Draymond, you know, on both ends to kind of help him get into that groove. I think. Like, right. Defensively, obviously Draymond makes everybody on the court better just by being on the court defensively, but on offense, Draymond is one of those guys that really looks for wigs, especially on that short roll throwing the lobs to him. He threw a lob to him in, in transition. Um, you know, the kick outs. there's a lot of stuff that Chris Paul can't see because he isn't six, seven like Draymond is. So Draymond is he has that vision to see over the defense and make those extra passes to Wiggins for easy offense off of Stefan Clay's gravity. So as Draymond gets into a better rhythm, gets in shape, plays more minutes, plays next to Wiggins, Wiggins will start going to look is
0: better. Gonna get better. Yeah. I'm not worried. All right. It's time, it's time, it's time. Shout out to the role players, shout out to the second unit, the bench, all of y'all appreciate you. We're so proud of you, we're so happy. The vibes are back, It really, really. You make podcasting glorious because last year was hard, Justin. Last year was hard.
1: We was caping all season, I ain't gonna lie.
0: it was hard.